Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, July 7th. President Biden and his team at the White House find themselves in a daily negative news cycle as the Democratic hand-wringing increases. Another day, another bad poll number for Joe Biden. That's sort of the unvirtuous cycle that Biden and his team find themselves in these days. The latest from Monmouth University had his approval rating at 36 percent, the lowest point that the Monmouth University poll has ever measured in Biden's presidency. On average, if you sort of average all the polls together, his approval rating has ticked below 40 percent. That is a real danger sign for his party. Joe Biden's not on the ballot in November, but obviously with the midterm elections approaching, history, if it is to serve as a guide, says that a president's party loses a large number of seats when the president's approval rating is below 50 percent, never mind if it is below 40 percent. So this is the place that the Democratic Party finds itself in, and it is why you are seeing story after story now. It's a, it's a daily routine to wake up and read in some publication a story about Democrats talking, granted, usually not with their names attached, very critically about the president and his team and how they're handling the current political dynamics. There is real concern and worry inside the Democratic Party about how bad this midterm election season could get for them. And CNN has had its own version sort of dominating the political conversation by my colleague Edward Isaac Dovere, who, if you have not yet read this piece on CNN.com, please go check it out. You will hear some of these just amazing details and quotes in Isaac's reporting. There is one Democratic member of Congress who is anonymously quoted as saying that Biden is, quote, rudderless, aimless, and hopeless. So uh, when you have members of your own team uh, willing to go out and talk to a reporter, putting this out there in the ether for public consumption, that is not a good place to be. And uh, we're seeing this increase with regularity. According to Isaac's reporting, two dozen leading Democratic politicians and operatives, as well as several within the West Wing, tell CNN that they feel this concern is much deeper than questions of ideology or posture. Instead, they say it gets to questions of basic management. One of the prime examples in Isaac's piece is how President Biden and his team responded to the Dobbs decision. This is that Supreme Court case that overturned Roe versus Wade. You'll remember the opinion was handed down on June 24th, but that was some six weeks after a leaked version of that opinion appeared in the press. And so it's not like people didn't know what was coming, especially folks inside the White House. And yet Isaac has this great detail that the White House counsel, Dana Remus, had assured all the senior team inside the White House that the Supreme Court would not be ruling on the abortion case that day. So that prediction uh, from the top legal legal in the White House was wrong. That seemed to catch some press folks in the operation off guard. So 
this is just one example of a White House that Democrats have concern about is not operating sort of as a well-oiled machine at full speed. Part of that is certainly just frustration that there is a limited set of things that can actually be done to respond to the Supreme Court decision from a federal level, right? I mean, much of the action is now going to go to the states. But these Democrats, as you can imagine, not just members of the Hill, but activists, donors who have poured time and money into the effort to get Democrats elected, have emerged with a Democratic-controlled House, Senate, and White House, and still suffering this huge defeat on a major issue for them on abortion rights, suffering a big defeat at the court on climate, not at all seeing the president have strength in his political standing with the public. All of that is causing some belly aching. Now, as you can imagine, the view from the inner circle inside Biden world is this comes with the territory and people are worried about their own jobs who are on the ballot this year and are starting to uh, try and just deflect blame and and not want to take on any sort of responsibility. These folks who defend Biden say he's actually the one taking action. Congress has been where the bulk of the inaction has been. Of course, they also point to places where Congress has gotten something done, like a bipartisan gun control bill that the president signed into law, like that bipartisan infrastructure bill that the president signed into law. But of course, uh, none of it seems sufficient to quell the concern, the quite vocal concern that we're hearing from Democratic activists, interest groups, donors, and of course, politicians themselves. And this is all happening right now as the White House, as any White House has to do at sort of this point in the term, is sort of pivot from a full-on governing operation to a political operation. We are now you know, four months away from the midterms, then immediately into Joe Biden's reelection campaign, if indeed he is running again in 2024, as the White House constantly says he intends to do. This is why we saw White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain sort of put out an edict to the staff saying, hey, I need to know by the July 4th holiday, if you're staying for the long haul and you're going to be here for that whole political season that we're gearing up for or not, we're seeing yet another big public staff departure, Kate Bedingfield, the White House communications director, who's been with Biden for three years through the campaign, through the transition and through this first year and a half in the White House. But this is just the beginning of this process, folks. And and the experienced political hands in the White House know this. They've seen it before with previous presidents and especially Democrats are well known for sort of forming a circular firing squad and doing their hand wringing and belly aching very much out in the public, bemoaning Biden's position right now and how he has approached the job. That is not likely to stop anytime soon. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. When you work, you work next level. And when you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. 
And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 Smart Bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii.